0: of St. Louis Original Podcast. This is the STL All Local Podcast. I'm Debbie Monterey with the local stories from the newsroom for this Thursday, June 22nd. I'm Ackerman.
1: The head of the St. Louis Board of Aldermen is calling on Missouri Governor Parson to do something this summer about gr- gun crimes in St. Louis. Board President Megan Green tells X that after this weekend's mass shooting downtown, the issue cannot wait until next January for the legislature's regular session. I mean, if, if I had things my way, our governor would be calling a special session to pass comprehensive gun safety legislation. Um, Are you calling on him to do that? I am. I am calling on the governor to call a special session to enact sensible gun legislation. Green says urban areas like St. Louis need tougher gun laws than rural areas. She wants a special session to enact background checks, permits, and a red flag law. Kevin Killeen, KMOX News. Meanwhile, Green says a bill now before the board that would require a concealed carry permit for open carrying is impractical because she says the compensation component runs afoul of state law. And without that, all police could do is issue someone a $35 fine.
0: St. Louis Police and the City Building Commissioner provided an update on where the investigation stands into that mass shooting on Washington Avenue. The building, it's an office building at 1409 Washington, is now secured with an outdoor lock. But getting to the bottom of who allowed all those teenagers into the building has been challenging. We'll go in-depth on that story coming up at 6.22.
1: It's 6.05. Janae Edmondson filed suit this week against the city of St. Louis for her injuries when a driver ran her over on a downtown sidewalk. The Business Journal reports the teenager from Tennessee also names the driver Daniel Riley as a defendant.
0: The suit notes Riley had violated terms of his bond dozens of times but was free. When Edmondson lost her legs in that February crash, outrage over the volleyball player's injury sparked events that eventually led to the resignation of Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner. The
1: Missouri Department of Corrections reports a 43-year-old death row inmate has died in prison. Jesse Driscoll died of an undisclosed cause June 12th at the state prison in Potosi. He murdered an elderly couple in 2010 in Lebanon, Missouri, shortly after they celebrated their 59th wedding anniversary. Driscoll also sexually assaulted the wife. His execution date had not been set.
0: A daycare director is charged with bringing meth to work.
1: 36-year-old Nicole Doster now faces charges of possession of a controlled substance and eight felony counts of endangering the welfare of a child. She was director of Kids Play Daycare in Lafayette Center in Manchester. According to court documents, Manchester police got a call from the daycare on June 16th that a baggie had been found with a white crystal substance inside. It was found in a room for infants. Police searched the director's purse and found another bag with a similar substance. Both were tested and found to be meth. The daycare fired Doster and say they are keeping families informed of the situation. Michael Calhoun, KMOX News. The fourth largest office building in the region is Bank of America Plaza on Market Street, and it is at imminent risk of loan default due to cash flow issues.
0: Bank of America leases the several hundred thousand square feet in the building from a Los Angeles-based real estate firm, according to the Business Journal, but it quietly moved its private bank wealth management division to Centene Plaza in Clayton and has been trying to sublease some of that space.
1: Bank of America Plaza has been transferred to special servicing. Last month, the 10 South Broadway Tower, sometimes called the Equitable Building, entered special servicing as its loan approached a maturity date.
0: A huge housing development in St. Charles County is facing a critical vote.
1: The St. Charles County Planning and Zoning Commission voted down a permit request for the 356-acre, 556-home tall trees development on Highway Double D after impassioned public testimony at Family Arena last night. If you're going to bulldoze this enchanted forest that these people love, you're going to be turning it into suburbs filled with lawns. They don't build quality homes. When they built quality homes, was whenever I was growing up out in Defiance, there was five-acre lots. Six homes per acre is just ridiculous. But the representative for developer KM Investments was asked before the vote. If we vote this down here, would you then seek to annex into the city of O'Fallon? Yes, we would. Brad Gross said they haven't talked with O'Fallon about annexation, but that move would take the project out of the hands of county planners.
0: Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. From the KMOX business desk, Collinsville-based clothing retailer Glicks is bouncing back from pandemic closure, or quote, reporting tremendous growth in 2020 and a record year in 2021. By the end of this year, Glick's will have 74 stores with new stores in Nebraska and North and South Dakota. Three more stores planned for next year, according to the Business Journal. There are two area stores in Edwardsville and Highland. Glick's brick-and-mortar stores account for 93% of its business.
1: If you've ever dreamed of owning a classic diner, here is your chance. The Courtesy Diner on Kings Highway, just south of Tower Grove Park, has been closed for some time. Now it's up for sale. The eatery known best for dishing out the slinger could be yours for just $550,000. Courtesy diner locations on Hampton and South Oaklead Station Road are still in place.
0: I'm Debbie Monterey. The STL All Local Podcast is produced by the KMOX News Team. Find all the local news you need on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.